I'm Deontay Burton, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Luke Dort, and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Gilders Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robertson, and I'm down to dunk. Yeah. On you. Find us on CLNSMedia.com or, of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Slam through. And the Taylor. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Slam through. Wow. It is beginning. Happy Christmas season. Happy, happy Christmas, X- everyone. Happy <laughs> Xmas. I put my tree up last night in my house. How long have you had your tree up, Luke? About two weeks. I'm pretty proud of you. You know, I uh, I really, in text message form, really is where I primarily do this. I only call it Xmas. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know? <laughs> okay. Uh, so the Thunder have had a weird week. They lost to the or they beat the Warriors Hooray! on mo- Monday night, one hundred to ninety-seven. Hooray! And they lost to the Blazers one thirty-six to one nineteen. And it was never close. The Blazers put up forty-two points in the first quarter. It, they rocked. They rocked us. <laughs> they killed. They them. rocked our world. They I don't think really they missed. I think they made their first 10 shots first in a row. First 10 is right. Or was it more than that? I think it was first 10. Yeah. Mellow revenge oh, yeah. game. Mellow revenge game. He won. He did. Man. He was good. Wish Gallo could play like Mellow, man. <laughs> if Gallo played like Mellow, we would have won that game. <laughs> Gallo was bad in that game. Really, the whole starting lineup, not good in that game, including Schroeder. And Nader was the best player in the game. Doesn't count. No, no, no. no, Not best player. He was the highest scorer in the game. Okay, thank you. He um, did not have the highest plus minus. That would be your son, Deontay Burton. But Nader was, Nader got all his points in like trash minutes, dude. Like, what else would we That game had been over for 30 minutes. I know, but I we were getting tweets about him already, and I, I knew we would. I, I knew people would just look at the box score and be like, 23, oh, man, you guys were wrong about Nader, man. Nader needs to be getting more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Miguel Devella, 25, had a question, and it's really good. I, I think I, that we should explore this a little okay, bit. Okay, here it is. If you would name Abdel Nader's adventure what would you call it? Example, Nader's of the Lost Ark. Oh, man. That's pretty good. And it's Abdul. Oh. Even though it says Abdel, it's Abdul. Oh, well, that's his fault, not mine. <laughs> I just read them. Okay. Uh, I think that is a really good one. That is, I mean, that's real good. Uh, Nader Crusader. 
was yeah. another one. Uh, but I, I just don't know how we could not choose Naders of the Lost Ark as very, as very what good. as the title of his adventures. So that's what it'll be. He's going. <clears throat> that's what, that's what we'll call it. So okay, anything else from this week? And so I would challenge everybody: go check out Tankathon.com. I would tell people not to do this. It is it is stressful. <laughs> it stresses Luke out, but I would just go there and take a look. So a lot of times I feel like we everybody goes to like ESPN or NBA.com or Bleacher Report or whatever, and you're looking at the standings, and you're just looking at them in the wrong way. We're looking at the standings in the wrong way. You need to be looking at tankathon.com because right now the Thunder sit at 10th for their draft pick. And the odds of them moving up, are not great. Are a lot lower than I thought they were. I was expecting, because this is what we've been doing before the podcast. You can simulate the lottery and press a button, and so it just reseeds it. And I was thinking, like, oh, we're going to press this a few times, and we're going to get up there into, like, you know, fives and fours and, and fun more fun numbers than ten. And we did it a few times, and we only moved down. So every- a lot of 11s <clears throat> and 12s. Here's one thing that kind of slips through the cracks of the tanking conversation is that the lottery odds have been flattened and it doesn't matter anymore. Not true. So the odds of the number one overall pick, sure. 14, Just got number two, baby. 14%, 14%, 14% for the top three, 12 10.5, nothing. Okay. Thunder have a 3% chance of where they're at to get the number one pick. Not great odds, but take a look at the top four. And what we talk about all the time is getting a top five pick. If you're in the top four, you have in the top three of a 52% chance of being in the top four. 48% at number four, 42% at number five, 34, six, 34 at seven, 23 at eight, 23 at nine, 13 at 10. So the odds drop off significantly, even at outside of the top nine yeah. of getting a top four pick. Simulate the lottery real quick. So people want to talk about the flattened lottery odds. Boom. It doesn't matter. Just got 11. 11. It doesn't. It does matter. It does matter. Two. Just got number two again, Andrew. You're wrong. Good job. Guys, don't listen to Andrew. It's not worth tanking this year. I just got a number two overall <laughs> pick at 3%. So uh, Jay did. Jay's not here. Um because he loves Black Friday so much. He, uh, he, he just loves deals. And s- he loves deals and spending money on deals. He wants to get that flat screen TV from Target. Oh, he's got to get what it. what I heard. He's got to get it. He, there's a blender. He's got his on. It's, <laughs> it's a ninja. He won't shut up about it. He won't shut up about it. Uh, but he did want us to mention that it would be worth it to get freshman guard Anthony Edwards in the draft, which I, will the, go. He'll go in the top three, if not first overall. He's pretty incredible. The thing that I don't get about us losing games and wanting to lose games and wanting to lose games, thank you, is the people that turn it around like it's some moral failing to want us to not win, to like lose games and get better. Draft. It's a fallacy. It's not a. It's 
it's it's not a moral issue. It's not oh, it's hurting this. It's the culture. It's it. That's all BS. Every single bit of it. All it is is that you don't want to sit down on your couch and watch your team lose. Yeah, that's what it is. Yes, is that for your own entertainment? You want them to be good now, which. It, and it's all to me. It's all a topic of of patience and understanding what the goal is. And I will. There's really nothing that you that people people have been trying to to talk me out of this. There's just nothing anybody can say because this is it's just a fact. It's just a fact. I it feels like everyone has a number. It's like all right, if the Thunder can get to this win loss record, then we gotta go for it with this team. <laughs> but have you noticed that? <laughs> I feel like everyone has that. I feel like everyone has a number that okay. If we get to this point in the season and we're this number and this number, oh uh, well, we got we got we owe it to them. We got to go for it. They should not and will not be going for it. That will not be a thing. That will not be a thing. That, but, but, and, but and it should not be. It shouldn't be. Who would want like you want the Thunder to try to make the eighth seed so they can lose in round one? I want them to be the nine seed. <coughs> I want them to be competitive, but, you know, stay out of the playoffs, you know? I want that. That's the sweet spot right there. That's what I want. That's what everyone in our Twitter, not everyone, that's what a lot of people on our Twitter mentions want, though. Basically, they don't understand that that's what they're asking for, but they are asking for this team to be like a nine seed, so they which want is the, the worst place the you can be. Yeah, you want the 14th pick? Cool. Fine. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not what you want. They. You don't want that. You want to be a top four seed. But, guys, good news. I just got the number one overall pick for the Oklahoma City wow. on Tankathon. So maybe you're, you're being too serious about this, Andrew. <laughs> can, we, can we send you to the draft to pick the ping pong ball? Dude, I've gotten – listen, I've only hit this button like 12 times. I got two number two picks and one number one. So, wow. man, you should go to Vegas. <laughs> let's roll the dice again. You should go to Ten. Vegas, or I'm, let's go tonight in Little Vegas, Remington Park. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. It's Just big. got the number three overall. Uh, number 10. Hey, okay. Speaking of so, Jay loving Black Friday, uh, if you are Black Friday shopping, you should go to Shop Good. That's right. Don't have time. Because you're out and about and too long, you can go to their website. You can go to their Instagram, www.shopgoodokc.com. They've got great, great shirts. They are designed and printed in-house. They are sweatshop-free, earth-friendly, the best quality, crazy comfortable T-shirts, all designed by the good people of ShopGood. If you, you need to go and check out their sweatpants. Sweatpants are awesome. They've got a great... Great Thunder selection, but the, th- the Thunder sweatpants are incredible. The Thunder sweatpants will soon be on my body. Yes. <laughs> uh, they have great accessories, gifts, home goods, <laughs> candles, jewelry, hats, socks, pillows, plants, and even shirts for your kids. Uh, and then this small business Saturday, if you're unaware of this, it's this Saturday, which is November 30th. It's a day set aside to support the independently owned businesses that add character to our city. This event is so important to the success of small businesses, so we encourage you to go out this Saturday and support some of our small business buds like Plenty Mercantile, Commonplace Books, DNA Galleries, Blue 7, 
Craig Proper. Craig Proper. Are you are you doing Small Business Saturday? Is that a thing for you too? Yes. Craig Proper. <laughs> I'll be at Salt and Water downtown. Cool. Well, for real, go support Taylor too. Hey, but they do have some Black Friday weekend offers. That's uh, in store. All apparel is buy one get one half off. Wow! If you buy Whoa. a sweatpant, they cut another pair of sweatpants in half <laughs> and give you that. As far as I understand, this offer. <laughs> um, so go there and do that uh, online. Everything is on sale. The more you spend, the more you save. Up to thirty percent off your purchase, and use that promo code. DTD to add free shipping, get a free sticker to your order, and uh, and in store the in store offers Friday and Saturday, online offers through Monday. That's great. Support the people that support us. Support those that support us, and True. you can also go check out their their business is located one zero zero seven North Broadway Avenue here in Oklahoma City. Twitter questions. <laughs> Hey, you know what Jay's getting instead of uh, helping small businesses tomorrow? You know what he deserves. He's getting a fridge. He's getting a fridge that has a TV on it. There's no a TV way. TV in it. There's no way that's true. Are you? Oh, s- it's got. It's definitely true. Why do you think he's out this early? Those things just fly off the fridge shelf. I believe it's true. Okay, I thought you were saying like an Instagram. He's posted with his TV with the t- his TV refrigerator. I think the whole door is a is a screen from what I hear. Yep. I, here's the thing is that really my, I, if anyone needs a new refrigerator, it's me because before we sat <laughs> down, agree. my refrigerator <laughs> is literally screaming in pain <laughs> that it, that it hurts to live. It's true. Uh, I, I might be able to release a little bit of that flavor. It's so bad. Guys. It's just like luckily it stopped. It did before stop before we started the podcast. But you would have heard it the whole time. It would have just been like you know, listening to the pod in the, in the background, so ever so slightly, just hear, <laughs> and it would have it would have driven you guys crazy. But luckily it stopped. I don't know yeah. why. I have no control over it's it. Very polite. I can't stop it. I don't know why it does it. <laughs> But I refuse to address it. <laughs> All right. Our first Twitter question comes from at winskill1969. Nice. Who wants to know CP3 at the point in his career where he is still good but can no longer make others better? What do you, what do you think, Taylor? No, I mean, well, I, I was about to be realistic, but I'll, I'll – uh, I'll be performance art. Uh, no, he's definitely he's definitely not helping out at all. He was a minus thirteen the other day uh, against Portland, and that's a team that you really need a leader. Portland is good, and they've had our number since the playoffs. And Damian Lillard, they're they're full of veterans at this point. C.J. McCollum, Damian Lillard, Carmelo, Carmimo, Anthony, and this is a game that. Um, you really wanted to see Chris Paul come out and be a leader and and move everyone around where they needed to be, and he only had five assists and was a minus thirteen. Taylor, can I tisk tisk? Taylor, can I tell you that answer was so good it sounded like you read it. That was a very good answer. Are you lying? I'm not lying. It was very good. I'm proud of you. So here's really <laughs> here's an interesting stat is that. Chris Paul has the same usage rate as last year. As Ooh, that is very interesting. 
And his assist percentage is 10 points lower. He's never, I mean, this is a career low in assist average. And it's, he has the same usage rate. Like if you could, ex, you could explain it away and say, oh, he's not getting as many touches. Well, the numbers say just as many. Here's, and, here's why. This is why. Oh, man. This is why. Something about Oklahoma City. People, players come to Oklahoma City and they play worse. <laughs> players come here to die the singler singler was like great somewhere else came here stunk it up patrick patterson great comes here stinks it up goes somewhere else playing better something about it man paul george um is the only player i think that's come here and was not worse canner but that's because he's playoff p oh canner we revived him dion was a lot better yeah, Luke, you're so wrong, actually. <laughs> it's just I was wrong. different players. Uh, <clears throat> but, man, I I don't know. I don't. He, Chris Paul's thrown a lot of bad passes this year, and maybe he's done this in the past. I haven't watched every possession of every Chris Paul game in the past. But you wouldn't think the point God would be throwing passes like he has been this season with the Thunder. He, seemed, he seems off. I don't know if it's a mental thing. I don't know if he's physically declining. Um, but he's averaging, a, you know, a point more than he did last year, but, you know, almost three assists less than he was last year with Houston. So I don't know if this is just a drop off or, or what it is, but he also seems to be fading Can into I the suggest background something? quite a bit with this team. Yeah, go ahead. I, how much of it has to do with Steve not being like a very reliable center rolling with him right now? Because Chris Paul got so many assists his whole career from having the big man in pick and roll with him. True. And even a big man that can – like you have David West that could stop and pop too. But he was good at rolling, especially when he was younger. DeAndre Jordan, Clint Capella. He's always had these guys and Steve has been oh, a little rough this year. A little rough is – is a kind term for Steve-O. He's had, like, two good games. Yeah. Uh, which is a yeah. problem. And some of it is that he is – they're very focused on getting him to distribute the ball to get the offense going. And I, I don't know exactly how helpful that is to the offense. The offense has not been good. And so <laughs> – I don't know. It feels like it takes him a long time to make decisions most of the time. He's making some good passes. He had the five assist game. That's great. Really cool. I just am not convinced that that's the best way to initiate the offense when you've got three point guards on your team that all can initiate and create offense. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. No, I think you're right. But also when Steve is not initiating the offense and rolling with a guard, in pick and roll, he just is not committing. Like he's never it's, rolling. It's though. just he just stands out. No, there. or I know he just stands there. Or if he rolls, it's just this kind of half. I don't know, like going through the motions thing. Like he's not actually trying to find a lane or or open himself up for Chris Paul. I know that there were a couple turnovers from Chris Paul because he was trying. He was rolling with Steve and had to kind of try to like reach around another player to pass it to Steve and couldn't reach him because Steve was in a terrible spot. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I don't know. I just think one, I think Chris Paul has not been, he's been good, but has not been like the point God, like you said, but two, it doesn't help that Steve hasn't been around. 
Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, Steven hadn't shot this bad from the field since 2014-15. Man. Guys, you know how that doesn't sound that long ago? That's five years ago now. <laughs> it doesn't sound that long ago. I'll say, I'll say it this way. He hasn't shot this poorly from the field since he was 21 years old. I'll say it this way. He hasn't shot this poorly from the field since Andrew only had one kid. And he has three now. I had two then. (laughs) You did? How old is your second kid? He's five. Oh, okay. Since my second was a baby, Steven. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, a baby. Steven Adams, more like Steven Crapums. He's he's got to be better, and, and some of it is that I I do think that he's suffering through some stuff. But if this if this team is going to be better, if Chris Paul's going to be better, I agree. I think that they are. But we don't want them to be better. I think they're tethered. <laughs> but we don't want them to be better. So stay bad. I agree. But it's just weird. It makes it weird. Stay it bad. It's weird because the thing the thing about this team is that they should be winning games because of the construction of the current roster. They should be better in spots. They shouldn't be as bad as they were in Portland. That Portland team is not that good. They just didn't compete. I really, I really don't think they competed at a, at any level in Portland. And 42 points in the first quarter says it all. Stay stinky. All right, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Seth Justice. He says, I know that Mikey's already touched on this, but why is it Billy is so insistent on only playing Bays at the four? His on-ball is good enough to defend at the three. Why place him in a box his rookie year? Uh, I don't know if it's as much of placing him in a box as it is. Let's not give him a thousand different responsibilities to start an NBA mm-hmm. season when you're 19 years old. I don't think that it is. I, I really do not believe it is. Let's box him in, make him a four, only that. Screw him being a three. Never be that. It's okay. This game is complicated. He hadn't played organized basketball in a year. Let's give him one job. As, let's give him one position. Let's give him these things to work on, and let's get him to improve, and then maybe we can expand later. I really, do, I really don't think it is that they don't think he can do it. I think he can. I think that he has the ability, but I also think that it's got to be a little bit overwhelming to be a 19-year-old kid to be playing in the NBA and then saying, not only are you going to play this position, you're going to play that position. Here's Because the responsibilities between the two defensively are very different. And so I just... I My guess is that they're bringing him on slower, which is... You can... You know, you can criticize it or you can praise it, whatever you want to do. I, but I believe that's what's happening. Did you see what he did for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I did. He went to our friend's What'd house. What'd he do? Yeah. He went to our friend's house for Thanksgiving. He did. What? Uh, yeah. Our, our, me and Andrew's uh, friend from high school, he went to, the, I guess his mom invited him to Thanksgiving. I really don't, I don't know, know how that happened. I don't know how it happened either. But he went there for Thanksgiving and had Thanksgiving with our friend's family. Wait, is your is your friend kind of famous? No, not to well, my why, knowledge. Why? How did this happen? I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know. I don't know if they like go to church together. I don't know. But if you look at his Instagram, he's like, "Hey, 
thanks for having me for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and he's at someone's house. I, I don't was, know. I guess it was rude of us not to invite him. I know. That's, I should have invited him. I kind of felt like I should have invited him. Dude, uh, Andrew, you like have the in with him now too. You really, I think you really would have come over. I dropped the ball. Sorry, Baze. Well, God, you really natered that one. There's, al- there's always Christmas. <laughs> really natered, natered that one. There's always Christmas. There's always yeah. Christmas. That's true. Um, hang a stocking for him. <laughs> hey, Baze, come on over. I think that would be cool. I do have a question. I have mm-hmm. a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm going to pass on this question. Uh, my better, <laughs> let's move on. My better judgment. Uh, tr- trust me. Man. I trust you. Oh my gosh. Uh, years of being muted has come back to, <laughs> no, to this serve is Andrew. Beyond, this is, this is just controversial. Know. All right. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what this is. All right. Next Twitter question comes from Max Barroso who says there's a lot of smoke out there that other teams and execs have no interest in CP3P. Do you think we will be stuck with him and his $40 million albatross? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think that they're going to try to trade him next summer. He'll have one less year left on his contract. I don't know how much it will take to actually get him, but... There will be cap space available. There will be teams that are trying to improve. There's not enough players on the free agent market to actually improve their team. And Chris Paul, while he hasn't been great, we just talked about that, I still think that he's an upgrade for a lot of teams. And I think some team is going to bite. I think I, I would just say they're going to hang on to him. Don't don't get pat, like the minute past the trade deadline. Like, no, we're stuck with Chris forever. Like, no. That's, that will not I, I don't believe that's the case. And there's still a chance he could be traded in season. I just, I don't think that's how it will happen, but I think it's possible. Okay, Andrew, I have a question for you. What if they can, what if they cannot trade him this summer? Yeah. Um, they'll keep him. Cause I mean, that's the opposite of what you, we talk about tanking, tanking. And after this year, this is not the year we're going to full out tank right and you need chris paul off the team to full out tank and they could buy meow they could do a buyout and meow a buyout yeah why not how much would the 80 million or you negotiate a lower price you negotiate a lower price but probably not a whole lot lower oh my god (laughs) why don't they give me like give me like one percent of that oh my gab yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a tremendous amount of, a, a tremendous amount of money. One percent. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. I know. I. Oh. I mean. The, I don't think anybody. I've not heard any worry or panic about any of this. So if you're, if you're a Thunder fan, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be worrying about it. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Dakari Sanchez. He says he doesn't know if we've already talked about this, and I don't think we have. But what are your thoughts on the NBA potentially altering the playoff format, reducing the number of regular season games, and doing in-season play-in tournaments for the last three playoff spots? I love it. Dude, it just feels like – is it hard? 
hard for you guys to get into the season this early? Like, does it kind of take until Christmas before you're really into it? I mean, the rest of the league, too. Or is that just me? Uh, I'm into it. I think it's just you, you idiot. <laughs> Do you not have to warm up? I feel like everyone needs to warm up a little bit. I don't and know. I'm wondering if that's because it's like there's just too much. And it's so hard to care about these games for any team this early in the season. Yeah. Like, that, that may be true. The games in October and November, it's hard. I mean, look at the Jazz the past three years. They, like, they've been terrible. And then it ended up being like that the first half of their season didn't even matter because then they turned it on and got in the playoffs and were good. Mm-hmm. It's ju- you just don't need this many games. Well, they're talking about reducing it to 78 games, so don't worry. <laughs> That's only four. <laughs> I know. Oh, my god. 78, <laughs> 78 games. But the, the middle season tournament would be really fun. It would be cool. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people say they don't see the point in it. I mean... The point is fun, right? Single elimination yeah. tournament is something that you they don't have in the NBA that we've never really seen it. And if LeBron and Kawhi and those guys don't play, there are plenty of other players in the league that I think would want to compete for something like this. You know, and I mean, De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald could get crazy hot for five games and win the tournament. And that would be really fun to watch. That would be fun. Or maybe Giannis is. I mean, Giannis plays all the time. Doesn't take any time off. He. What if Giannis is like, screw this. I'm the best player in the league. I'm gonna win this too. You know, wouldn't that be fun to watch that in in a single elimination format? I think it It'd would be, be so fun. I think it would be really. I think it would be really fun to so to watch that. So I don't. And I don't care if like the guys that want to sit out. Fine. Again, there are plenty of players I think that would want to compete for something like that. I think that they should. So, at the end, like at the end, there's one team who wins the tournament, right? Um, yes. Yeah. So I think at the end of that, they should get something else. Like in professional wrestling, WWE has the King of the Ring tournament. At yeah. the end, that person is the king. Yeah. Until there's a, you know until they're not anymore. And we need something like that for this to call the team that wins it. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it can just be a title, but I think that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, people talk about it, like getting like the, the, the silver cup, like the Adam silver cup is what the starters. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Cause this is but like, like his, this is what he's wanted for a long time is something like this. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll, I'm going to brainstorm and give you, get, think, come up with a name for what this team would be. <laughs> okay. Uh, the playing so games in the soccer. Po- okay, go ahead. I was just going to say in soccer, they have like a ton of these different tournaments. Yeah. And there are some, you know, especially over in Europe, they're, they're playing through all these different tournaments. And the team sometimes rests their best players for the lower level tournaments. But the teams that win, you know, like it's important if a team wins, you know, three tournaments in a row even the lower level. And that becomes an important thing. And so I wonder in the NBA, if it would become like, you know, Oh, the Clippers are the first team ever to win the silver cup and the Larry bird. What is it? Larry, <laughs> Larry <O'Brien. Bird. laughs> the Larry David cup, excuse me. And, um, I, but I think, what I if think they only named the cups after Larry's 
It was just the Larry O'Brien, the Larry Bird, the Larry Larry David, Larry David, the Larry Parrot, all of those. Larry the cucumber from Veggie Tales. Yeah. <laughs> the Larry the cucumber <laughs> tournament. Now we're um, <laughs> yeah, and the the thing missing from the Euro- European soccer is that they don't have a playoff, and the, and the NBA does, and so. I think that's where yeah. I think that's where people are like, what's the value of it? Are people even going to compete? I don't know, but it will probably be fun anyways. Uh, the playing games to the playoffs would be incredible for the for the teams uh, seed seven to ten in each conference. Seven would play the eighth place team. I would what love say this. the winner of nine and ten would beat the loser of seven and eight to get into the playoffs. So that would be great. I think that would be really fun to have a, a play-in tournament. Bill Simmons has been talking about that for forever. Um, and then reseeding the final four teams. So I think that they'll probably vote on these individually. Uh, the reseeding of the final four teams would be awesome, too, because it's always been like, well, the best team is always coming out of the West. The champions always come out of the West. Obviously, that didn't happen last year, but there were injuries and whatever. I think the best team was still in the Western Conference last year. Apologies to the Raptors, but um, I think that's a good idea, too. Because at the end of the day, what if it is the two L.A. teams? And if you could see the Lakers and the Clippers in the finals, it would be kind of awesome. That would I be think. pretty cool. So, anyways, I I like all of them. I think that it would generate interest. I don't know that all of them – I mean, maybe the 78-game season won't pass because I think that they would want to just generate – additional revenue on top of that there are too many games i agree with that i just don't think that it's an easy thing to reduce the games um just because they're tied to dollar amounts um i can see the the playing games and the reseeding of the final four maybe being the two easiest ones i don't know if the in-season tournament will be a go but uh it'll be interesting Come on. To see what they vote. i know i want if you I, had that i would want all of them if i could i think they're all good ideas because I think there there if does you need, the do need a shake. I do need a shake up of some sort. Totally. And if you had the in season tournament, you could try other things that you want to see if they work in the game, right? Like people always talk about putting the three point line back further, or adding a four point shot, or something like that. And you could do that in the tournament. How fun would that be? And you could see if it worked. And then it would be worth checking out and watching. It would be kind of like this novelty thing in the middle of the season that would that would spice things up a little bit. Ooh, spicy. I mean, why spice not? Spice up your sexy life. Spice up your sexy life. <laughs> oh, my. Here's what I think they should do for the in-season tournament. Make it be a rock and jock MTV-style tournament. They have to add and play celebrities to each team. <laughs> and they have to add... <laughs> A basketball goal that is on that is ten feet higher than the normal basketball goal, and one that is twenty feet higher than the normal basketball goal, double and triple points respectively, <laughs> and then a spot on the thing that's normally at the the center court but kind of moves around. That is the fifty point shot. Why don't they just play? Sl- why don't they just play slam ball? Oh, now, now we're talking <laughs> in season tournament slam ball. I would watch also, that. Wouldn't that be tight? Also, there's two balls, two balls, and ten players on each team playing at the same time. The court is double wide, and then we don't even know what we're watching. I don't know if you did. You guys watch Rock and Jock back in the day? 
I'm aware of it. I don't know how much I watched it. I really liked it. I really, really liked and took seriously the rock and jock basketball game. It was fantastic. There's nothing like seeing, you know, Joey Fatone or someone hitting a 50-point shot to, to get the game. You know? There's nothing. And like if you hit the 50-point shot on the triple, that's 150 points. That can swing any game. <laughs> it's unbelievable. God, I I really like Rock and Chuck. And uh, all right, we can move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at uh, KiwiGreg5555. Who wants to know, how different will this team look in a month? I, I got the correct answer. One month older. <laughs> at least a month older <laughs> at the most, <laughs> the very least. All the players look a month older, a month wiser. Uh, I think, I mean, there's a chance Gallo could be traded December 15th, which is the day that basically most of the guys that sign a free agency are become unlocked and a bill and they have, they're able to trade them. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm not holding my breath that something will be done in a month, uh, but it could happen. I think, I think, uh, I think I've been saying that I think Gal will be traded before Christmas. So oh, really? Who have you been saying this to? You haven't said this on the pod. No, I've just been saying it um, to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about basketballs, and I think that that's going to happen. Yeah. And so I would like to not be uh, made a fool of. I see. Um, so yeah. that's my hope. Yeah, that's I have, what I think. I have no clue. It, he may be a, a trade deadline guy, though. And you may be you may be able to generate the most value then. Guys, our next Twitter question comes from at smelly fart box eight eight. <laughs> and I really apologize for that name. Oh. It's inappropriate on this day after Thanksgiving. Wait, what was it again? You were cutting out. At smelly fart box eight eight. <laughs> Who wants to know, is Billy just not down to Dort? Um, I don't, I guess not. I guess he's not, at least not today. I think some trades will happen. They'll need, they'll need, they'll have roster spots that will open up, I believe. Um, and so I think that they'll, they'll call him up. I think he'll get a chance at some point. I mean, Devin Hall's been with the team all season for the most part. He's been He's been with the Blues some, but I think that, you know, Hall's not I – don't, I don't understand why you wouldn't, you know, send Hall back down at least halfway through the season and bring Dort up and give Dort a chance. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Cashy underscore AU, who wants to know, if you could choose between a top five draft pick at point guard, shooting guard, or center to put alongside – Bays and SGA next year, which position would you prefer? Just a go. I would choose a guard. Definitely. Yeah. I don't care about centers, man. Centers. You can find a fine center, but guards and, and wings run this league. And I think they will, even if the game starts to shift and change, I still think guards, the guy who has the ball can do the most. Right. And like centers just aren't getting the ball anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's and, just, it depends. I mean, if we're talking like a Jokic or Joel Embiid level center, I 
mean, does that change the conversation yeah. for you? Yeah, but there's two of them. Like, there's two of them, and then there's so many guards that are doing what they need to do. Mm-hmm. I just feel if you're if you're talking about chances and opportunities, you're probably going to find the guy at the guard or wing spot. I don't disagree. I'm just I'm just saying. If you had a Jokic, I mean, really, Jokic with paired with a guy like SGA it would be pretty incredible. Dude, I mean, that's not going to – Jokic being Jokic is such a fluke thing. I mean, not even the Nuggets thought this. I'm just saying, if if there was a, a top guy, a top five pick in the draft, I was like, he's the most he's the most skilled big man coming through the draft uh, ever. And he can shoot, he can pass, he can handle, he's seven feet tall, eats thousands of pounds of bread a week. Would you like to have him on your team? I think I'd go for that guy, right? I mean, it makes Denver really difficult to guard. Yeah, but they, I mean, yes, but you're talking about kind of an anomaly. And the guard or wing spot, there is less of an anomaly to mm-hmm. find an elite player there. Yeah. Like, I don't know the James Wiseman. Like, I don't, I wouldn't, I would rather pick a guard than pick James Wiseman, probably. And they may come I back mean, to bite me in the butt, but at least from what I've seen. I may come back to bite him in the butt. Look what happened with the Suns, though. They they did what we are talking about. They thought, okay, DeAndre Ayton, and he might be. DeAndre Ayton could be Joel Embiid, could be this special center that shifts everything for us. Yeah. And they passed on Luka. I know, man. I know. I'm I'm just presenting a counter argument to what I think is the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you don't believe what you're saying? No, I'm just I'm just trying to <laughs> present a situation in which maybe you might pick a big guy, but I think honestly I would I would if you could get a point guard that can defend and can shoot it and you can put him next to Shea where they can both attack that way. I mean, that would be great. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Pinchy underscore Raleigh, who wants to know, would you rather have the eighth seed or the eighth overall pick in the draft? It's the eighth overall pick, and it's not even close. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want four extra games or a very good player? Yeah. Or the, the Exactly. The, you want the chance to get beat in the first round, or do you want a chance to get a, a player that will be on this team for oh, the next man. decade? I'd just love to get us just to see four games of getting waxed. <laughs> I'd love to see I just fun. love comp to compete. I, love, I just uh, love this ethical the competition. Of, spirit of competition. Think of all the players. Think about seeing yeah. our players just getting rocked. Hey. <laughs> that would be awesome. It's playoff experience, baby. Playoff experience. Oh, you can't. You're right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. <laughs> Let's just go to war for the sake of going to war because that's it. what we do. That's the right thing to do. Our next Twitter question comes from Par Paul <laughs> R. Valentine, not Par <laughs> Valentine. He wants to know, in the spirit of food-based holiday and the cooking competition, Hami and Baisley did on the Thunder's Instagram, if you had to cook one meal to impress a judge... What would you cook? Taylor? I'm going green bean casts. 
green bean casserole. And uh, I talked a lot on Twitter yesterday about some green bean casserole and got a lot of negative feedback. Yeah. And I just want to say, one, you're not eating the right green bean casserole. Or two, you eat some garbage, trash, just like, are you just eating turkey? Are you only eating turkey and mashed potatoes? Because that's disgusting. You need something green, too. And green bean casserole gets you them greens without it being like, you know, feeling like a rabbit because it's so good. What about green jello salad? Does that count? It counts. It's green. It's green. It It is green. green. It is green. Uh, can I can I just give you a counter argument to green bean casserole? Sure. You can try. It sucks. <laughs> it's Are not you kidding. Go- me? It is not good. At my holiday Thanksgiving, I only get enough of it so that people won't say, "Oh, I must not like it." So I just get enough, and I just eat enough so people won't say, "Oh, he must not have liked it." And I just, I just eat it for the perception, so that people get off my case. Yeah, we, it's not good. I don't look forward to it. I don't enjoy it. It's not something that I that I had growing up, or even have currently at my Thanksgiving. You what don't even, you don't even have it? Don't even have it. See, <laughs> come over. It sounds great. <laughs> Here, I hate you guys. Also, like you're probably eating that trash. Like all they do is get canned green beans and canned mushroom soup, and then the Frenches. That's not how you do it, dude. You got to make it from scratch. That's why I will make you some. I make it from scratch. I make the cream and mushroom soup from scratch. I get fresh green beans, cut them up, boil them. It takes like two hours to make this thing. I fry the onions. I I would love I I would love for you to come and do this. I, I have, I I'm have, a, uh, I have a hard Thanksgiving thing going on <laughs> in my life. I could share with you now. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, this is the problem that I have. Okay. I go to a friend's giving and they deep fry the turkey and it's so good. Yeah. It was my favorite thing on the plate. Yeah. My family Thanksgiving the turkey's not very good. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's like Luke. I. It's good. Is but it it's, dry? It's just not as good as my friend's giving turkey. My it's friend's giving turkey town. is good. Wow. It's like good to great. It's great. Wow. I really like it. And that's a hard conversation to have with your loved ones. Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's make this turkey better. And I'm thinking about how to do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But if I had uh, to cook, th- I, I'd cook like a steak if, to answer the question, though. Hey, look, I have I have something to suggest for next year for you. Yeah, I think you can can offer to like bring the turkey. Popeyes has a turkey that you buy that they season and flash fry. So it's a fried seasoned Popeyes whole turkey and you can take it home and put it in your oven. Here's to the, finish it here's off. Here's the thing is that Popeyes last time I went there and had their spicy they had their chicken sandwich that everyone was talking about. It was so, so, so bad. I refuse to give that corporation any more money. That's probably a good idea. It's horrible. And the, and the odds are they probably wouldn't have the turkey if you went to go get it. Yeah, they're, they're always out. Here's the, <laughs> here's the other thing about this is that <laughs> the only way for me to fix this is to say I will now deep fry the turkey, and I know that I don't have that in me <laughs> to do that. <laughs> yeah. Because it does take a long time if it, to do it right. I'd cook some pancakes, flip some flapjacks. That's what I'd do. 
make a mean make a mean pancake. Oh yeah, been working on it. What are you talking about for Thanksgiving? No, 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 that's not. This is it's not a Thanksgiving. It's not a Thanksgiving based cooking competition. This, it's just a comp, food based. He had one cook one meal to impress a judge. What would you go with? <laughs> oh, Bre- what, are you gonna put, put anything with the PCs? Breakfast? Are they are they uh, chocolate chip pancakes? I mean, they could be. Probably not. Ooh, traditional just, just pancake. Yeah, really. see hey. that. See that just shows that I don't I don't need chocolate to help me out. It is crutch. It is a crutch. It's a crutch to, to prop up a bad pancake. It is. And I'm I'm not hip to that. I get it. I get it. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Let me see. It comes from at Benelephant King. He wants to know, is he being too hopeful about what we'll get in return for Gallo in a trade? He's an expiring contract, but it seems like there's a good size group of teams that are either A, underachieving, getting desperate or B overachieving believing they have a chance or three contending who need one more piece. Yeah. I I mean, there's a lot of teams. I would say that there's probably eight ish teams that think they could compete for a title and Gallo would help a lot of those teams. So I think there's going to be options. I wouldn't expect a whole lot more than a future first round pick. So, Hey, that sounds good, good in there. That's good enough for me. Yeah, I think I think that's a, where your expectations should be with Gallo. Okay, Taylor, do you agree with that? Uh, yeah. Hey, Taylor, I have a question for you. It comes from at Cashy underscore AU. What food do you think is the most American eaten at Thanksgiving that the rest of the world would do a double take on? Whoa. Ah, the most Amer- I think um, sweet potato like casserole is super weird. It's so good. That's it's so weird. It's very strange though. Imagine going to a dinner like a savory dinner, yeah, and someone serves you potato potato dish, yeah, that is really sweet with marshmallows on top. Delicious. So American. Delicious. Yeah, Luke Helms. Luke Austin Helms wants to know what our the best Thanksgiving side dish, and that's probably mine. That or stuffing. 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 Do you, w- that and stuffing. stuffing. Stuffing is the bomb. They go hand in hand. And the I have, bomb. You can I had have some bad great stuffing. stuffing yesterday. I was. I saw some. It was really good. That's that might be the best thing I had yesterday. I actually saw, mac and cheese. My wife made this mac and cheese that is on a different level. Good mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. There's so many variations of mac and cheese. Would you describe yeah. it? So here's how she made it. Shells. Uh-huh. Large shells, uh-huh, uh-huh, in fact. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. So she, layer of shells, layer of shredded cheese. Uh-huh. Okay. Sprinkle in some flour. Layer what? of shells, layer of shredded cheese, sprinkle some flour. Take Velveeta cheese. Get it liquidy pour it over the entire thing more shredded cheese on top bake it in the oven mm-hmm. where you get the the top layer is kind of this like a crust like, like not a crust but yes. hard yes yeah, yeah 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 and then underneath everything is just cheesy and there's like there's like other things like milk and butter and stuff put in with the velveeta to make it it is unbelievable 
That sounds really good. <laughs> it's very good. That does sound very good. Sounds good. Can I can I bring something up though? Yeah. I would say that that is a macaroni and cheese casserole. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Uh, Taylor, okay. can I add, can I ask a question? What makes Please. it uh, what makes it a casserole? The, the dish and baking it. There's yeah. like if you put it in a casserole dish and you set it up like that, you know how Andrew just described layers? Yes. Layering, so I think it would be it's mac and cheese, but it's like casserole version, and it yeah. has a nice I would, thing on top. I would argue that it's a mac and cheese meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's seriously unbelievable. That's probably to answer D Puzzle Thirteen's question. That's probably the best thing that I had. The side dishes, though, for me, it's all about stuffing. And then, no, yeah. quick number two is the mashed potato. Yeah, I had, I had yeah. some great stuffing yesterday. Uh, Thunder Up MT asks, rank current Thunder players by Thanksgiving side dishes. Oh, God. Well, we have to agree on this. Okay, so I've got a list, okay? Number one. <sighs> a list of side dishes. Number one. Um, it's got to be SGA, and I, I guess I didn't, I, I didn't see that it said side dishes. So I can, I can pivot. I can pivot to he is the stuffing. Slash dressing. Is there a difference? Someone asked that and then, I, and then deleted it because I think someone shamed them. I think I, I think the stuff it it's like magma and lava. <laughs> in that magma is under under inside the earth, and when it comes out the volcano, it becomes lava. Yeah, is same. When it is inside the turkey, it's stuffing. When it comes out of the turkey, it is then dressing. Okay. See, I thought I thought it was like there's always two bowls of stuffing. One was from inside the bird, and one was made outside of the bird and i think you call one much like what you're saying luke except you know how you can make it with in the bird or in a pot yes and i think that's the difference one is dressing one is stuffing i don't think that's correct but i think i'm right all of the time so So that is the sga is the stuffing i would never (laughs) not want it and i don't think it's just gonna go away i see you gotta have it uh number two danilo gallinari second best player on the team i believe um, he's the pumpkin pie because in my house, very good, but it's gone quickly. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Uh, Chris Paul is the coconut cream pie. Also very good, but it's going to stick around for a couple days. Uh-huh. It's, it's you're not, you're going to be eating that after Thanksgiving day. So true. Steven Adams. He's the gravy. He ties everything together, but he's underappreciated by some people. Me. And, he, and he's not always good every year. And he's not always good yeah. every year. There can be some bad gravy. There's some bad gravy. Yeah. Dude, you can have some burnt, lumpy gravy that just can ruin a whole plate. That's exactly. Yes. And he ruins the whole plate. Yeah. Wow, there you he go. can ruin the whole plate. Uh, Terrence Ferguson is the player I have next. He's the mashed potatoes. Sometimes you forget what a good mashed potato can do for you on Thanksgiving. And sometimes you forget mm-hmm. what a good defender Terrence is and that he's actually doing something, even though sometimes it may seem like he's not doing anything. Uh, Schroeder, uh, is the, he's the jello salad. salad. You put it on your plate (laughs) and it's good, but it can really mess up the things that are around the jello salad. Is the jello salad. uh, One, my family does not do jello salad. Yeah. No, mine neither. Does yours? Yes. Is it not a dessert? No. It's not a dessert, but it's, it's like there's like um, fruits in it, correct? 
There was not fruits in the one yesterday. So it's just jello. Nah, there's there's some kind of I don't know what really I don't really know what it is. But but it's served, and if it it tu- if it touches something else, it could make it bad. Like Schroeder throwing that. Did you see that lob pass that he threw to Deontay in that Portland game? I think I know which one. It was kind about. of embarrassing. Here's the thing. Kind of like the jello salad touching my turkey. I think you need to have a separate plate for the jello salad and have it before. It needs to be like a an, true. Like an appetizer or right after dinner. It sounds like when I the jello about it is thinking I mean, that's a dessert. It's dessert-ish. And they know like at like at uh, not a like at Luby's cafeteria, they give you a separate thing for the jello. Yeah, that's cuz they know they don't want that. Yeah, but it's not like jello. Like it's not it's not clear. It's also not clear what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's true. And it's not totally clear what kind of player Dennis Schroeder is. Last one I have, Darius Baisley. Sweet potato because he's a sweet boy. That's it. I love that. Aw. I was going to say dinner roll. We haven't mentioned the rolls. And rolls are very, very important on the Thanksgiving dinner. Rolls yeah. are important. Rolls are important. I agree. We do uh, bread, just uh Homemade bread that is unbelievable. Homemade bread, really? Yeah, it's very good. Wow. Who's the dinner roll? Who's the bread? Uh, uh, that would be New Orleans Noel. <laughs> okay. Pretty important. Pretty important, but like, oh, you f- you forget that it's there, and then when it shows up on your plate. Like, oh, yeah, I'm glad this is here, actually. You know, I wasn't thinking about it walking into the house. I am glad that there are rolls here. Yeah. Okay. I'm, at my friend's giving, I'm in charge of the rolls. And guess where I go? Straight to Walmart. Just buy them. <laughs> Do you get Hawaiian rolls? And I'll get super yeasty rolls. Yeasty rolls, yeah. they're called. And guess what? No one complained. They were good. Better than I could have made. You know what else no one complains about? BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. That's where you can place a wager on some basketball. It's never been easier with the bet with the bet best odds at BetOnline.ag. Um, to celebrate another basketball season, uh, BetOnline.ag and CLNS Media are giving you a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Head on over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join today and use promo code CLNS50 to receive a welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sideline this basketball season. Get into the action. Betonline.ag, the online sports book experts. Please see betonline.ag. Dot AG's general rules for additional terms and conditions. You have to have a minimum deposit of 55 to qualify for the bonus, and then you get that bonus. I'm jealous of people that bet on sports and win sports bets. <laughs> the problem is that you don't hear about the times that they lose sports bets. I know. that's, But I'm still jealous. <laughs> okay. I know that that exists. However, you hear about the fun times they're having. I'm like, oh, I want the fun times. <laughs> Hey guys, I got one more question. You guys are through being thankful. Are you miffed and peeved? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. Enough giving thanks. I'm sick of it. Give me some miffed and peeved. So we we get our Christmas tree down yesterday after the Thanksgiving festivities. Plug it in. It's a pre-lit tree. Lights don't work. Oh, no. It's lit. 
It's, it's not lit. It is unlit. And so, okay, fine. We'll wrap the tree with lights. But don't you think it'd be better to take the lights off of the pre-lit tree before I don't you wrap you, it? I don't think you can. You can. And it's been done. Really? By me. And it sucked. Because they're like glued in, right? No, they're just wrapped in. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. It took me three hours. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It had so many lights on it? Yeah, it's a tall tree. Okay. Taller than mine? Yes. You think you're better than me? That's exactly what I think. You think you're better than me? How tall are your damn ceilings, rich boy? (laughs) Yeah, you think you're better than me? That's... That's disgust me. It it was miserable. It was. I felt bad for you at first. Not anymore. <laughs> I did get. Well, it my done. tree's so tall oh. because of, we have to fill our fifteen foot ceilings in my home <laughs> from <laughs> podcasting. So rich from podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that. So it didn't get you in the Christmas season. I have, after it got lit, I got excited. <laughs> I have a question for you. What's what a, your? Do you have a favorite ornament? I do. Favorite oh, ornament? I can show you mine. Um, no. I have a Snoopy ornament that I love. <laughs> wow, it's been my favorite since I was a child. It's at the very top of the tree because it's the best. I'll have to go check this it's out. A, it's kind of on the other side of the tree. I don't think you can see it from I here. I cannot see it from here. But basically, my tree is all of the um, castaways and Island of Misfit Toys ornaments that my yeah. mom didn't want anymore. So um, I took them. And um, it looks nice. It's nice. You also have your stocking on your tree. I know. I put it there. I really did. I didn't think I had enough ornaments to really do the full <laughs> tree. And so I put my stocking on there. <laughs> Taylor, are you miffed? So miffed. It's a personal miffed and peeved. I'm miffed it. I'm calling out Jamie Wheat, OG JD Dub. Okay. One of the original members of the podcast. Yesterday, he right pissed me off on Twitter because he said, he said, let me see. Basically, he said, casseroles are trash. All casseroles. Casseroles. Don't eat casserole. You call them trash rolls? How, how do you not eat any casserole? So you don't eat lasagna? You don't eat mac and cheese? You don't eat sometimes when mashed potatoes are baked? Like a casserole is just something that's put in a casserole dish. He hates I even looked ovens. it up to make sure. And it's a French thing. And it's like. If you put something in a casserole dish and put it in the oven, Boom. that's a casserole. casserole. You don't eat casseroles? It's a, it's my, a, my question is, what does he eat? Tur- he eats turkey and he eats, I don't know. Because sometimes you put stuffing in a casserole dish and cook it. it you was, don't eat that? That's how it was cooked for me. And it Same. was delicious. I enjoyed it. I, I would just eat straight casserole. That's it. Don't even have to have the turkey, if I'm being honest. You know what, Andrew? You could have a Thanksgiving casserole that had turkey in it. Turkey in it. One did yesterday. Yeah. There it is. So I'm calling you out, OGJD Dub. I don't understand. I think it's ludicrous that you could say that casseroles are trash. I agree. Wow. They're good. There was something I was going to be miffed and peeved about, but I don't remember what it was. And I was miffed about it. I think what Jamie doesn't like is the people in his life that have made casseroles for him up to this point. Wow. I mean, you can have a trash <laughs> roll. 